Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and apparently I have a new way of uh, announcing myself uh, on the show by saying that Mario Plus Rabbids is the best tactics game in the world, um, which is a big fat lie. Uh, but Zach, <laughs> thank you for covering last week, man. Big shout out to you, my man. Back with me on episode... What the fuck are we on now? 98. We're on episode 98. Holy shit. 98. Um, you are great. Pigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you going to say about pigs? I don't, no, I don't know. I was just <laughs> going to say 98 pigs something. The, the, pigs, something. the pigs just ate. Yeah. No, that's dumb because it's 98. It's too, it's too easy. But ladies and gentlemen, that other voice that you can hear is, of course, Chris Hansen. Chris, welcome back yo, to the Yo, yo, yo. Man, this is some late podcast recording that we're doing right now. Late this podcast. is even to one of those episodes out there, but we are wait for a reason. Why is that, Roger? Um, it's been a bit of a hectic week uh, for me this week. We had uh, my birthdays today. We're recording on my birthday, which is fantastic. Happy birthday to me. Happy Mother's Day, Roger. Uh, Mother's Day as well, of course. And my wife is celebrating her very first Mother's Day as a mother because <laughs> our child was born. Was born. He was born yesterday. Born. Yeah, he was born yesterday. So I'm a fucking a f- dad. Fuck. Call me future. Call me daddy, motherfucker. Ooh, puppy. Yeah, Man. the boys. Future button masher future button masher 100% he's gonna be a guest on the show one day yeah he's just gonna sh- talk shit it's exciting man tell you Fitting what perfectly. let's let's sidetrack a little bit obviously i i told my entire family what was happening kept them up to date and stuff and um i have a brother uh-huh. who's overseas who had a kid recently as well um and i sent him a photo of of my child and he sent me back one of his and he was like man he hates when i play fifa like, I wanted him to play FIFA with me, and he doesn't want to play. He's, like, still fucking tiny. He's, like, one or two. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's my biggest fear. Can you imagine if my son grows and doesn't like video games? Like, what the fuck do I do? What do I do? I, I will have nothing yeah, in common um, with him. You can re- return him? That's, yeah. I did think about like, that. Like, you know how EB games have, like, a return policy? You can return the game after... You know, hmm, is it seven year, seven year, seven return year um, return policy? It's be like <laughs> go back so. to the hospital and just be like, um, go I don't think this. Yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done yet. <laughs> Shove him back in there. Ah, uh, but man, oh, I'm so excited to be back. Uh, but I have to say, you and Zach did a fantastic job last week. I listened to uh, like the only time I really listen to podcasts now is when I'm walking because I can't do much else being in isolation. Um, and I, li- I listened to the episode during the week and you guys were fantastic. I had a few oh, thanks, giggles man. just walking and just laughing like a dickhead because I was wearing <laughs> a hood as well. People probably couldn't tell that I had earphones in. We're probably like, man, that creepy dude. This guy's crazy, but no, it was a, it was a fun episode. Um, apart yeah. from, apart from the part, the, the part where you called summarize ninja, that did hurt me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but I forgive you. I'm I'm ready to move on. I I'm gonna move. We're gonna move past it. Uh, but man, uh, I know Zach said that uh, I might regret not being here last week because we had some juicy news. But tell you what, this week is 
fucking insane as well, man. Yeah, pretty stacked. Pretty stacked. Definitely, 100%. So um, that definitely helps, the fact that I wasn't here uh, last week. So before we do that, we need to remind the audience that, of course, you can find us on the socials uh, by just looking up Button Mash Pod. We're pretty much on, on anything these days with the handle Button Mash Pod. The best place is most likely on Twitter to keep up to date with what's going on in the world of Button Mash. Uh, so at Button Mash Pod on there. Now, let's get into the news, man. So, we had some more Cyberpunk 2077 news uh, Mm -hmm. this week. We talked about the rating last week, or you guys talked about the rating. This week, there's a little bit more about customization. Because Cyberpunk 2077 is going to let you customize your genitals, man. Yeah. The first (laughs) thing that came to my head when I saw this was... Show me your genitals. Your genitals. Show me that your genitals. too. Your genitalia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is uh the game Conan? Conan, yeah, Conan X. That was the first thing 100%. that came to me. Is when you customize your character and you can make his dupe really big or really yep. small, just a big hog on him, man, or you can have just like this little pin, um. Yeah. So, do you think it's gonna be like that? But the thing is, like, Mate. when are you ever gonna be nude, or is it the bulge in your pants? Like, how? Mate, I understand you, with you went, in a way. You went through the list of why it's getting an R eighteen plus rating in Australia last week. So, oh, that's true. Yep. Oh, yeah, that wall. That's intense, man. But yeah. surely there ain't gonna be some like. The thing is, the, the the thing is, the game is in first person. So I'm I'm a little bit. Yeah, unsure as well. But man, I want to I want to talk about something before we go into any more detail about this because the report that told us that this was happening says players can select a gender and customize their character. Customization can include depictions of breasts, buttocks, and genitalia as well as various sizes and combinations of genitals combinations is that a ball two balls and a clit you can have a dadge it's a dick dadge (laughs) (laughs) dude i'm gonna have a character right it's gonna be named antonisha (laughs) antonisha yes and it's gonna have one ball and two oh. clits. Two cl- Dude. You'd have too much fun with two clits. Yeah, man, I'm all about that fun. So what you, and then I'm going to have... What, what do you do with that titties. one ball? No, nah, you just dip it. <laughs> so you still have the sack with the one ball in there. Yeah. Just for teabagging. You're just dipping the nachos. <laughs> on, you know, you're just dipping it. You know? That's great. Yeah. And, but then, mm. right... So, you don't. I'm not gonna have two titties, right? I'm gonna have one big ass titty, one giant one titty. big milk bag. I'm gonna Can go just... Turtle Recall yeah. and have three titties, three titties. So yeah. it's like you stole my titty off me. Yeah. Do, do, have you seen that movie? You would have seen it back in the day, Turtle no, Recall. Really. Oh, no. really? With Arnie? It's like, oh yeah. I think I do. Yeah, I can yeah, kind of remember. She just like fucking rips her top open and she just has three titties. 
but man, um, I mean, I, I it depends on the game, but I feel like I'll play around with the customization in there. It's not what I wanted to do with this. I wanted to like really get into the role playing side of it and just like really get into character and just have like my character have like the smallest penis you can get and that's like one of his things that he's insecure about that he has a micro penis in the future you know what's gonna be weird as fuck what's that you know it's fiction right when you're gonna be a black dude with a real small penis i mean you don't know that you don't know that all black dudes have have a big penis like maybe you don't know about it because they're (laughs) high because they hide it right um mate, but that's mate. that's what i want to do like I, I, I want it to be part of that that fiction just be like man i wish i had a big dick and like everyone's gonna play but the game you compensate that with like your guns and shit yeah yeah exactly that's that's the whole story that's why he yeah. does what he does no nah, i ain't gonna forward. do that i'm just gonna have one big ball and be shit at combat <laughs> and have two clits yeah <laughs> And just one big titty. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I love the the sort of freedom that they're giving you. It sounds it it's still sounding like the game is going to be amazing and oh, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna have less time in the day, of course, after what's happened to me this week. But um, yeah, somehow I'm I'm going to play this game. Um, that scares me. <laughs> Fuck, am mm. I gonna play this game? um with that micro penis of mine um but hey it's happening and i'm excited look i'm I'm really hoping that it doesn't change that much and i still have some time to play games even if it's shorter sessions that's fine you will yeah, you will I'll be sweet. I'll be sweet. i seem like all my friends that play video games that have kids they've they've they, they, they can do it yeah we'll so. be fine We'll be fine. You'll be fine. Man, <laughs> let's talk about the next topic, which is something very exciting. It came uh, at the end of last week, which is why it's being featured this week. And you guys didn't talk about it. But Jeff Keighley, man, what a fucking boss. What a fucking yeah. boss. He's like, well, I'm not going to go to E3 because you guys are shit. You don't know what you're doing. It's going to be a shit show. So I'm not going to be part of it. And then he takes the opportunity when e3 gets cancelled to come up with summer game fest holy shitballs so this uh, article that we got this from comes from matt wales at Eurogamer. so jeff keely of jeff keely's the game awards fame has unveiled the summer games fest a four-month-long all-digital consumer celebration of video games featuring breaking news, in-game events, and free playable content from the likes of CD Projekt Red, Sony, Microsoft, Riot Games, Digital Extremes, and Valve. At present, 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, Digital Extremes, EA, Microsoft, Sony, Square Enix, Private Division, Riot Games, Steam and Warner Bros are confirmed to be involved and the official announcement uh, says additional publishers will be revealed in the coming weeks. Uh, Programming including uh, publisher-specific events will be streamed via Facebook, Mixer, uh, Twitch, Twitter and YouTube. Man! Rip pack. Rip rip E3. I was going to say packs. (laughs) Fuck. Rip packs! Rip E3, bro. That's... 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 That sounds huge. I went on the website yesterday and uh, there wasn't too much on there in terms of 
what's going to happen but it's really cool how they've set it up so basically you can save things in your like either your apple calendar or your google calendar yeah so as long as you're signed in it just goes bang and i use google calendar which is fantastic so then it just populates the dates with the events and stretched out over four months as well that's fucking awesome yeah, for four months. So, like, when I saw four months, I was like, "Is there going to be a lot of just downtime? Like, how many weeks do we have to wait before pieces of news?" Or do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Four months is a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's great, man. Like, if you think about, I, I mean, I've never complained about E three uh, for you know packing an entire week with news and stuff. But I'm excited about the idea of having four months of just smaller bite-sized... Small bits, because then you yeah, can get man. your head around certain things. Yeah, yeah, and every bit of news gets his you know, time the little uh, spotlight. The spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So I think that's great, man. I think that's awesome. I think they counted uh, the inside Xbox as part of it because it was on the website. Okay. Um, so I think it's going to be things like that, which is awesome, man. Like um, I'm hoping one of those things is going to be sony's where they talk a bit more about the playstation 5 mm-hmm. so i think that's that's going to be awesome um nintendo is still not featured on there which i think is a bit weird but at the same time it's like they've done they've done their own yeah, thing they're gonna do their own thing yeah they've done their own thing for years um, yeah the treehouse or whatever so uh, I, I just think it'd be nice to have them as part of that just to you know to not kind of like out alienate the, uh, the, yeah yeah um so I, I don't know maybe they they are still finalizing stuff in there it does say that uh, other publishers are going to come up in the uh, the upcoming weeks so mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully they're part of that as well um yeah but dude that's that's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy yeah. i'm excited crazy. man me too very me too the other thing that excites me about this is um they, they they were talking about demos and stuff so i'm hoping it's like um i think the 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 guys that the hungry gamers uh where zach featured on last week as well they talked about this last week and they were saying maybe it'll be a thing where you need to be watching the stream for a certain amount of time to get a code for um, oh. demos and stuff which I, I didn't think about until i heard that but i hope it's like just val- like, like a valiant kind of a thing yeah exactly with their beta code and stuff yeah exactly but i'm hoping it's more like um which one was it? i think it was battlefield hardline where yep. they showed it at e3 and then they were like hey you can actually play the demo right now or it was like people can play it on the show floor or some shit like that one of one or the other i think you could play the demo or like there was a yeah. chance of you getting a code or something like that um i'm hoping it's more something like that where they go hey here it is you can go play it now because obviously there's not going to be a show floor so yeah that'd be cool go there it's just like hey you can actually download the demo and and play it now that would be sick right or like a a time trial thing or something that would be awesome yeah that'd be sick um and like you said man if that works out which i don't see why it wouldn't what the fuck is e3 gonna do next year (laughs) like Dude, let's be honest. Like we see it slowly dying, and I feel like this is a massive kick to the face, man. Mm. Like, what? Yeah, as what you said. Like, what do you? Sh- what do you show? Like, who, and one, who's really going to gravitate towards that? Do you know what I mean? You're not going to be like, oh, I mean, I'm going to. 
I'd still. I, I don't. I don't know if I would tune in. Really? Um, I would just pick up like a, well, a tune in in a meaning like if a good game pops up, I would watch it the next day, and I see it on a. You know, I'd, I'd have a look at it and pop in. Oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's nice. But I'm not going to sit there and watch obviously the whole event. I still would. I'm not thinking about it from a consumer point of view because if that's where the news is, I'd still fucking watch it. Like, why not? I'm thinking about it from a publisher point of view. Like, if this year they do that, like, obviously it's going to cost a lot less to do that and people can still play their games um, with those demos and stuff without spending a a fucking kidney um, to pay for their spot on the show floor Mm. Um, and the show, of course, like why the fuck would they pay that money next year to be at E3 when they can do what they're doing this year if this works out and have Mm. the same effect? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's 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 the way I went with this. Like from a consumer point of view, I think like it would be... Like what's different to us? That's normally how we do it anyway. I never watch it live. I mean, I rarely do. I don't think I've. Yeah. I'm normally working when when E3 happens. I just feel like seeing the the big boys aren't going to be there. It's it's going to be less exciting. I don't think you're going to be that hyped for it in the sense of like, oh, it's you know E3 this weekend. See, I can't wait to sit down and watch like the whole kind of production line of it. Or do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, I still I still watch it broken up. I, I think from our end, like because. You can watch it later on anyway, and like yeah, you know, yeah, of course. I don't think yeah. it would I just, make a big difference to us at all. Yeah, um, but I think I, I just feel like seeing it. We're going very digital now. Yeah, um, like it's just people are either going to be like, "Well, I'm not going to pay money to go on a show floor," mm. and all the other people are kind of going digital and streaming their stuff. Like, I'm not going to pay all this money to. Go on, especially when you're not a big company as well. I feel like mm. there's no way, They're and I feel have... like it will just die out. And I think I think E3 won't last. Like, yeah, I, I give it maybe gonna... a year, <laughs> another year, and that's it. I think I think they've got a lot to think about, and I think they are going to think about it with this. That's going to like definitely light a fire under their butts, mm-hmm. and they're going to come come up with something very yeah. different to what they what they've had in the past. Like they have to. There's no way we can have a normal E3 next year if this works no, out. And, and no. again, I don't see why it wouldn't. Like we've seen Nintendo do it for years. We've seen yeah. um, Sony's obviously pulled out uh, for the last couple of years, and it's worked out pretty well for them last year. I would say I've, I've enjoyed watching mm. the little bite-sized uh, what are they called state of plays. Um, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Mm. They're gonna have to make some. I think it is going to happen next year, E3, um, uh-huh. but it's going to be something completely different to what we've had. And if it's not, I think then, yes, you are right. Next year would be the last E3 we ever see. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it's mm. not because yeah, like if you're not adapting, man, you're yeah. going to get chewed You're going to be left behind. Yeah. 100%. Mm. But I'm very excited about this. I am very excited about the fact that it's going to last four months and we're going to get mm. little... We're going to get drip-fed some news yeah. each week. That's very exciting to me. Um, what are you hoping to see out of this? Have you thought about what, what you're... 
Oh, just just more information on next next gen and get like more games and um yeah. I like to just well let's be honest. Can we just get something from Sony? <laughs> right? Just throw us fucking anything. Like we're ducks in a pond, man, and Xbox is feeding us over here and we're kind of seeing that hot girl in the distance, like, hey, give us something. <laughs> and she's turned out turned it back on us a few times so i wouldn't mind just a bit of a wink or anything from sony um and obviously we're gonna we're gonna get it only from sony i don't think we're gonna get it from through this summer summer fest but we'll get of uh, uh, games that are coming out mm. um well i mean like, like i said before if if they're, from, if they're counting inside xbox as part of this why yeah. not have a sony why not have a sony yeah and be part of it and stuff yeah, yeah. I think um, it's still going to be under that umbrella, but umbrella, still be yeah, their own thing. Sony only thing. Yeah, so. um, yeah. I just like to see just obviously next gen titles. Um, yep. I think for the first time ever, mm-hmm. I'll probably a bit be a bit more curious about a few PC games. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be that would be interesting because I'm getting a PC soon. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'll get to play some some of those weird indie titles and stuff like that. That I'm like, oh yeah, I'd like to play that. It comes out on PC. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> I don't have a PC, so I can't play it. Oh, so that's so exciting, man. I'm very excited. yeah. So I've got I've kind of opened my world for everything, like literally everything now. Fuck yeah. So Fuck yeah. um, I've got all my bases covered. Um, need VR now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, yeah, so yeah, just more next-gen stuff. Yep. Um, I'd like to see a bit m- more Assassin's Creed gameplay. <laughs> Perfect, um, seg- Perfect segue, my friend. Perfect segue. <laughs> Let's talk about, because uh, you guys did talk about it a little bit, that we were going to get some gameplay from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was announced last week, in the inside Xbox that we had uh, earlier this week. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know about you, but I watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of, I mean, I just feel like they hyped it up a lot, the entire presentation, to then at yep. the start go, hey, all the Xbox exclusive stuff is coming in July. That's when you're going to hear more about um, a bit more Halo Infinite and like other uh, mm-hmm. the studios that we've we've purchased. We've, we'll show you what they've been working on. But uh, in July, this is just a bit of a bit of a sizzle reel for what's coming up in our actual sizzle reel. It's a sizzle mm. reel for our sizzle reel, and I was like, man. All right, whatever. But um, look, I know you were a bit underwhelmed about the whole thing. I, I was a little bit as well. I think it wasn't as great as they uh, made it out to be, but there, there's still some little things in there that I'm kind of excited yeah. about. So we're going to run through what was announced. So we had this game called Bright Memory Infinite, which uh, while I was watching it, I thought it was cyberpunk, especially when the car comes out. Yeah, I was like a very, oh, uh, very similar art style. Yep. When it kind of came out, I was like, "Yeah, same as you." I was like, "Oh, are we, is this like a little surprise that we're getting here? Are we getting a little bit of cyberpunk?" Um, but no, no, it, it wasn't. wasn't. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's a very similar sort of setting. Um, so Infinite is a so Bright Memory Infinite, sorry, is an all new lightning fast fusion of FPS and action genres created by FYQD Studio. Mm. Um, combine a wide variety of skills and abilities to unleash dazzling combo attacks. Bright Memory Infinite is set in a sprawling futuristic metropolis in the year 2036. A strange phenomenon for which scientists can be can find no explanation has occurred in the skies around the world. The Supernatural Science Research Organization, SRO, has sent agents out to various regions to investigate this phenomenon. It is soon discovered that these strange occurrences are connected to an archaic mystery. As of, mm. An as-of-yet-unknown history of two worlds about to come to lie. Um... It just looked like a first-person shooter. It, it reminded like... me a bit like Bulletstorm, like the combat style with a gun and a yeah. like a whipping and stuff like that. And um, Oh, that's right. I saw grappling. That's what kind of came to my head. But I think that was the first thing I was looking at um, as an Xbox. The next Xbox, I was like, for gameplay-wise, um, I was like... Xbox Series X. This is the first thing I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> you haven't really caught me yet. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, it didn't look very original in terms of um, yeah. Well, what they showed there, um, it was cool stuff. But you know, like it would have been cool like five years ago, maybe. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't really reinventing the wheel from. Uh, no, it, it wasn't wasn't our cup of tea, but I'm sure it's a lot of people's cup of tea. I mean, tea. hey, it could be but, cool. Um, like, I might, I might, yeah. I might play it on Game Pass, maybe, and and might be a good game. Who knows? But it, yeah, it was nothing to. No, nothing, no. nothing too exciting, really. The the, the impressive <laughs> part was after they showed that trailer, the the dude who spoke was like, "This was apparently made by one person," and I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Excuse me? I, oh, I didn't hear that. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was talking about that game because he talked about it okay. right after it. Unless you talked about the game that was coming after, which was Call of the Sea, which would make a bit more sense. Um, yeah. 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 Maybe that's that's it. Um, but the, yeah, the next game was called Call of the <sighs> Sea and it looked kind of... Um, had a bit of cartoonish. cartoonish. Yep. Um, looks really nice though. It does. Uh, reminds me of Sea of Thieves a little bit. Yes, uh, I thought. I have, thought it was. <laughs> I, I thought, thought it, it might have been like some like Sea of Thieves two or some shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was kind of like, to be honest, that was probably the first game um, that I was when they showed at the start. I was like, oh, you kind of got me interested. Yep. And I was kind of kept watching, and then I kind of faded out again. I was like, yeah, <laughs> not really watching again. So. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it, it looked interesting. It, yeah, well, I think it was one of the most interesting games for me, but mm-hmm. I was kind of, I don't know, just I'm not counting down the days, put it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, yeah Call, Call of the Sea is a first-person adventure puzzle game set in the 1930s that tells you the story of Nora, a woman of the trail, what, on the trail, sorry, of her missing husband's expedition. The search takes place on a strange but beautiful island in the South Pacific, filled with secrets mm-hmm. waiting to be unearthed. It is an otherworldly tale of mystery, adventure, and self-discovery. It sounds cool. I think I'll, 
I'll play it and enjoy it. It'll be kind of a, a palate cleanser for me, I reckon. In between big AAA titles, I'll play this mm-hmm. and be like, this was great. This was heartwarming. I think where it got me, where I was like, yeah, I'm kind of out now. When I saw Puzzle, oh, ah, fucking see you later. <laughs> <laughs> if they're done well. If it, yeah. Hey, if it ain't Puzzle Bubble, I don't want to play it. <laughs> but you know what? Once you get a... Actually, you can play it on PS4 as well. Either on PC or on PS4. Try, um, fuck, I forgot what the game's called. God damn it. The game by the guy who made uh, Braid on Xbox. Oh my god, fucking hate myself. Um, can't remember. No, I think it was a PS4 exclusive for a bit. It was shown, oh, I hate myself. People are listening to this being like, dude. Are you fucking serious? I'll tell you about it later. But it's basically like you're on an island. It's in first person and you need to like solve these puzzles to like move forward. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I know which one you're talking about. It's so good. It's like so relaxing. And it gets more complicated and more complicated as you go. Um, But it's done really well. Maybe try that. Hopefully it will change your mind a little bit about puzzle because I'm, I'm i don't usually like puzzle games um, yeah but i do really like this one just depends yeah for me. yeah definitely yeah definitely um, the next game was called chorus by deep silver so discover chorus an immersive single player experience that tells a mature and dark tale of redemption take control of nara an ace pilot with a haunted past and forsaken what it doesn't make any sense it... <laughs> oh forsaken her sentient starfighter right that's why i was with a capital f okay so that's the name of her sentient starfighter cool as they embark on a personal redemptive journey to challenge a relentless foe and take down the dark cult that hmm. made her interesting this is a true evolution of the space combat shooter and that's where it lost me because me piloting things never works out <laughs> never um works out. when i did see it i was kind of like is this like a no man's sky or something what's happening and then when it was just a strictly a uh, uh spaceship kind of shooting game i was like uh, yeah it's I was one, like, of those, one of those genres mm. where i'm like i wish i liked them i try to play them um, i do not like them yeah yeah it's it's hard the last really good kind of piloting game is star fox 164 <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh actually no cancel that um hawk on pc oh you fucking loved hawk fucking frothed over that right. dude it's so hard I oh my god can't... i get to play hawk on pc <laughs> hey. um, yeah i can't um i can't yeah. do piloting games i'm just so bad at them i get frustrated and it's not one of those games where I want to invest time to get better at it. So, yeah, I might give this one a miss. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's really sad because this one sounds like it's going to have a good story. I hope it yeah. actually is. It's just, just them trying to yeah, uh, I th- blow I smoke think- up their own buttholes. Um, I think if it's for me, seeing it's a space shooter, it probably pulls me out of it makes me not want to play it as much as if it was just like a military shooter yeah yeah like a fighter pilot game i'm all in for that but when it's against a space shooter i feel like i can't 
get into the moment. Like it feels like I'm not really there mm. because I'm like, this is a spaceship where we're, we're <laughs> in an F-18. I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. I'm in here and shit. So like when I play Mario, when I play Mario, I feel like I'm a plumber, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, the next game hopefully grabs you a little bit more then because Dirt 5 is coming out. Dirt bah. 5. Don't have to explain what Dirt 5 is. It's a fucking yeah. racing game. And um, look, man, you're probably going to find this a bit weird, but I'm not a big fan of the mainline Dirt games. No, you're a more of a sim person. I mean, um, Dirt is, is kind of sim-ish. Sim-ish, but not like a Colin McRae level. Yeah, um, but it's... it's more of an, it is more of an arcade for sure, Dirt 5. Yeah. Um, it's, you know how I see it? Forza Horizon and just the Forza games. Like Forza Horizon's got that arcadey kind of going through the streets and doing this and this and this. So you call like, the the mainline dirts the horizons and then the dirt rallies the yeah. Forza uh, it's just line. Forza. Yeah, that's a perfect way of saying it. Oof, interesting. I disagree, but interesting. Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think the dirt games are arcadey. I think the way they're set up is is what I don't like about them. It's shorter races. So if you if you have the rallies, it's not an actual rally. It's still kind of like a short race um and yeah i don't end up playing them for very long unfortunately so i don't i'm still going to play this one mm-hmm. uh, but i'm not too excited for it uh, they were talking yeah. about getting real world uh, sponsors and stuff in there that's how you move up in your career by signing up with those various sponsors uh, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of cool so i hope there's a good story um, not story, career, I mean. But I always, mm. when I hear those things, I was, I'm just like, man, bring back fucking Race Driver, dude. Oh, dude. It's the, it's the same guys, same publisher. I know. Fuck. I know. Let's do it. It's so frustrating when companies go forward and you think in five years' time, these guys are going to have the best racing game. But then they go backwards. <laughs> You're just like, wait, why did you take that out of the game? Why are we going backwards here? Like, you're going so well. Race driver games with the fucking best, yeah. dude. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. I, I saw Dirt 5 when I saw the trailer and stuff. I was like, straight away, I was like, cool. You could have said it's this is Dirt, Dirt 5 on yeah. PS4 or Xbox. And I would have been like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't, it didn't go like, this is next gen. Wow. Holy moly. Holy dooly. I'm throwing down some cash all right now. Yeah. The, the big thing that they were throwing around with these games that they were showing, because I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe every single game that they showed during that presentation featured smart delivery. I think that was the big thing that they were shoving down our throats during this presentation. It was, you buy this game on on PC or, or Xbox or whatever. Oh, actually, I don't know if it works with PC that way. Um but if you buy it on your Xbox One and then the Series X comes out, bam, you've got the same game mm. but the better, the, the better version mm-hmm. of it on your Series X because yeah. you've already bought it once, which is fucking awesome, I think. Uh, but I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was the main messaging during this presentation. So every single game was like, hey, you can buy this when it comes out on Xbox One, but when you buy your Series X at the end of the year, you already have those games. Fuck yeah. And I think I think that's cool, um, mm-hmm. but it's not what I was looking for in this presentation. I guess it's just yeah, we're gonna have to wait until July to get what I was yeah. actually waiting for. 
Uh, the yep. next game was Madden NFL 21, mm. which is more Madden. I like the little snippet at the at the start of it where they were showing the progression. Of the yeah, Madden so did I. That was really yep. cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. But apart from that, it's fucking Madden. <laughs> Buy it on Xbox One and then get it free on Xbox Series yeah, X. The boys. And then after <laughs> that, you had The Medium, which is a psychological horror game. Um, I didn't realize that the team behind that, which is the, the Bloober team, they're called, they had worked on games like Blair Witch, um, The Observer, and Layers of Fear, which is a pretty popular horror game uh, on uh-huh. various platforms. So um i'm guessing that's going to be pretty good because they've got a, a future tuesday uh tuesday, horror, no, tuesday. Horror, horror, horror tuesday game for show yeah maybe, um maybe. to be honest if i was really into horror games this looks really good yeah uh this is probably one of the games out of um the whole kind of like presentation you know presentation um that i was like huh that looks pretty cool like mm. if i was into horror games i think this would be a really you know be a really good game to to look out for but i'm not into horror games just like you but you play them on a tuesday to you know yeah, shit yourself and... i mean as as we've i think i've told you that before like if i wasn't streaming when playing those games i wouldn't be no. i wouldn't be playing yeah, Resident Evil. yeah yeah so, you only do it on tuesdays nights yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. So um, definitely not my cup of tea but yeah maybe it will no. be a no i mean it's it's a way of me experiencing the games which is cool like i have more appreciation for resident evil 7 now having played a big chunk of it so there's that yeah <laughs> still yep. horror games still not my cup of tea but hey you never know i might even play it on a stream hey <laughs> no fuck that just... <laughs> nobody got time for that uh, another thing one that person were... shitting themselves is enough <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were they were talking about um, getting Akira Yamaoka from Silent Hill fame. Worked on the uh, soundtrack for I think Silent Hill two, maybe other ones as well. Mm-hmm. But that's like the one the, the most influential one they were talking about. They got mm-hmm. him on board to do the, to to help with the soundtrack for that game as well, which is pretty cool. But hey, yeah, I think the only way I will play that game would be <laughs> if I was streaming it. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the next game, ooh, man, I feel like this game should have got me excited, but it did not. So this game is called Scarlet Nexus. Um, <laughs> I feel like they were trying too hard and it was just, they were doing things that annoy me when I see them. For example, calling things stupid names. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot what they're called. Uh, I don't know if it's in the little blurb that I've got here. But it was like the... the. It's like Earth has been invaded by these monsters and stuff. And they're called something like The Others. Something like that. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. The know. Others. It was either The Others or something like very close to it. Something as like bland as that it was like these aliens called the others and it was like the others are coming i was like dude get the fuck out of here man at at the start of this i was like it had my attention straight away right yep and i was like cool and then these fucking mutant bulbasaurs came down (laughs) yes and i'm like not what the fuck is this shit 
<laughs> and it took me straight out of the game, man. I was like, yeah. I was actually excited for this game. I was kind of interested. And then when these mutant bobbles was came out, I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, this is like shit. I was like, nah, man. Uh, uh, I feel disappointing. Like... And I think you're spot on where they're trying too hard. Yeah, like, it just yeah. didn't do anything for me. I mean, like, I, I love my hack and slash games, but this just look... And I think uh, Bandai Namco, I think it might be the maybe the people who worked on um, Code Veins as well, which I, I talked about uh, on the show when I played the demo, and I was like, you know what? probably is remember when i talked about it and i was like the terms that they were using as stuff were just fucking stupid yeah they were like vampires and oh man i can't remember what i said exactly <laughs> but now that i think about it like i have i remember the feeling that i had back then and i think it's the same one that i had watching this um yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if it's the same team behind it i know it was published by bando uh, bando <laughs> bandai namco bando. um so wouldn't be surprised there but yeah it, it just uh just look i don't know man so in this game you take on the role of yuito sumaragi a new recruit of the osf aiming to become an elite psionic like the one who saved him as a child how original armed with a talent in psychokinesis um explore the futuristic city of new himuka and uncover the mysteries of a brain punk future Caught between technology and psychic abilities in Scarlet Nexus. Isn't that what he says in the trailer? He's like, my power is... And then he like tells yeah. you and you're like, Psychokinesis! <laughs> yeah, and I was like, shut the fuck up! Man, same. I was like, nah, man. Who's Who Who says my superpower is this? I mean, I who? I, I, for, I forgive that because it's Japanese. and I Except just, for the Captain Planets. Yeah, I just... Wind, water, earth, go. <laughs> I just think a, a lot of that stuff gets lost in translation. It's like, you know, like yeah. culture and stuff is different and we just look at things differently from the West and... That sort of yeah. thing. So I forgive that kind of stuff, but like just the ideas behind it just were kind of, yeah, not original. It was like this kid was saved by this hero when he was a kid. So he aspired yeah. to become like his hero when he grew up. And what sort of power does he have? Um, Psycho kinesis. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's been, I think, in my opinion, done to. Not done to death. It, it, it has been. But done it's a lot. very predictable. Yeah, I just feel like too mainstream. It wasn't mm, except yeah. for the mutant bubbles laws coming down from the sky. Even that, that man, I was like, meh, meh, <laughs> big meh for me. Big, me big too. fat meh. The next game, um, I don't know how to feel about it. Definitely, Keen is not the feeling i was having when i watched this so the game we're talking about here is called scorn scorn is an atmospheric first person horror adventure game set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry it is designed around the idea of being thrown into the world isolated and lost inside this dreamlike world you will explore different uh, interconnected regions in a non-linear fashion the unsettling environment is a character itself. Ooh. Every location contains its <laughs> own theme. In brackets, story. Puzzles and characters that are integral in the in creation. Creating, sorry, can't read. 
uh, a cohesive world. Throughout the game, you will open up new areas, acquire different skill sets, weapons, various items, and try to comprehend the sites presented to you. Um, I don't like that look, man. Just like um, flesh yeah. and bones and stuff. Not and there was keen. No, there was no gameplay. It was pretty weird. I was out. I checked out pretty early in this one yeah um, i watched the whole too. thing but i was still like what yep. the fuck man this is not me don't like the style of it at all i'm not no. a fan of that it's just no, agree yeah i don't think i'll there's a a lot of i'm very influenceable by the the atmosphere in a game mm-hmm. um so things things like post-apocalypse especially like I have memories of Fallout 3 where, like, back then, I was like, these are the people who made fucking Oblivion, dude. Like, mm. I was super pumped for Fallout 3. And then I played and I was like, similar stuff. Like, it's Oblivion, but in, like, the post-apocalypse. And I was like, this is so fucking depressing. And I never finished it because of that. And I was like... Mm. shit like this is making me sad <laughs> so, like yeah i feel like if i played scorn i'd be like nah <laughs> i just wouldn't get into it no yeah yeah me too. I, I wasn't a big fan so um look I'll, I'll hear about it i'm sure but i don't think i'm gonna give this one a crack but hey, if you buy it on Xbox One, you can play it on uh, Series X uh, because Ooh. smart delivery, motherfucker. The next game, bruh, Second Extinction. I was, I'm not like super excited for it, but I'm like, man, that would be a cool, cool. game to play with friends. So yep. Second Extinction is an intense three-player cooperative shooter. Three players. Why three? Three is a weird number. Three is a fucking terrible number. One it's always two or four. Like, right? It's always like, two or four. Let's put it this way. Our favorite game mode in Call of Duty is Plunder, right? We had four over the weekend, four players. We could not play that game mode at all because it was only three players. Why the fuck three? Like, at least just have two. At least number. then, like, two can pair off and another two can pair off. Like, do you know what I mean? It's weird. It is Three's fucked. Yeah. It ruins friendships, man. It does. I agree. It does. You have to kick your shit friend off. So Second Extinction oh. is going to be um, ruining friendships uh, when it comes out. But uh, basically, you're playing a game where the goal is to wipe out the mutated dinosaurs that have taken over the planet. Teamwork is vital as you adopt the role of one of the survivors using a unique combination of weapons, abilities, and skills to take on the vast number of enemies. Fight through a maelstrom of bullets, bombs, teeth, claws, and gore. It's up to you to reclaim Earth. So, it's been compared a lot to uh, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead, yeah. So, Left 4 Dead with dinosaurs, which, hey. Stick. I'm on board, man. Same, yep. I'm on board, like, fucking give me that. We're going back to Earth to, to kill dinosaurs that have taken over Earth. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. I hope it's done well. So it's uh, it's done by, um, uh, I think they call themselves Avalanche, the Avalanche Group or something. So it's like uh, an expansion of Avalanche. So Avalanche has worked on um, Just Cause. Yeah. 
And, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Just Cause, but no obviously they're, they're, it's yeah no i think yeah no I'm, i mean it's it's I'm not really it. something that you can kind of go i, I mean you, it's the easiest thing to do right you look at the track record of a developer to kind of think you know how to how to set your expectations for the game right that's a normal yeah. thing to do uh but then you have examples like uh horizon zero dawn was made by the studio who had only made kill zone before that so yeah i mean you can't really do that right it's it's not an accurate uh representation of what to be expected but it sounds cool i think yeah, it'll it does. be fun no. um i think it, yep yeah i'm i'm all about that and then we got a trailer for the ascent the ascent is a solo and co-op action mm. rpg set in a cyberpunk world but it's not cyberpunk 2077 so no why not at all <laughs> the mega corporation that owns you and everyone the ascent group has just collapsed confusion and chaos ensue security and order are in disarray and without protection everyone is left to fend for themselves stop gangs and hostile corporations from taking over and discover what really happened in the explosive sci-fi shooter. It looked like a uh, like a twin stick shooter. Yeah, top down twin stick shooter, bit bit of cyberpunkish. Um the first yeah, again, it tricked me again. I was like, Oh, we're getting some cyberpunk now. <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> some other game. Um you know what? I was when I saw it, it was a twin stick shooter, for some reason I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, twin stick shooter. There's no depth to it really. You just kind of just shoot and move on. Um, but no, it looked like it had a little bit of depth. You can change your characters around and customize them and stuff like that. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, I'd expect it to be quite cheap. Um, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I always think of top-down, you know, uh, twin six shooters as to be like a thirty dollar, thirty dollar game. <laughs> that's, Please don't kill me. Uh, the, I mean, that's the, fair. Like, I mean, I, I'm trying um, to think of a like triple A title. That's it. That's twin six shooter. Yeah, twin six shooter. Um, it's usually because like it's the kind of one of those things. Indie games, right? Yeah, and, and it's kind of one of those things that you just hop in and then you you play for an hour or something with a friend. Kind of like and then a retro thing. Yeah, you don't really sit there for six hours and play it. Um, but no, it, it looks good. Um, you know, I'd definitely buy it if it was, uh, I'm not going to say price, that would be a slap in the face, wouldn't it? Um, but no, it looks good. It looks good. I mean, love, for a twin stick shooter, it looks really good. That's fair. It doesn't look I think, like a huge AAA I think, title for sure. Yeah. So. And I think if they came out and said, like, if I was expecting a twin stick shooter and they showed me that, I'd be like, well, mm. yeah, that's sick, dude. Like, but then I was, I think I was really hyped that I thought it was going to be a bit of cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and then what did we have after that? We had Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines mm. 2. Yeah. That was an interesting Whoa. trailer. I didn't know what I was watching. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until the end. Um, yep. So that trailer really, uh, I didn't know how to feel about it, but I've heard a bit about Vampire the Masquerade and um, it's got a 
pretty good following like people who have played it fucking love it uh the original one that is so it's a like a an rpg like a very deep rpg where you're a vampire and you can decide uh, i guess how you're going to live your life as a vampire there's lots of uh different options you can go to and how the story is affected by that and all that so it sounds like a very interesting game but um that's based on other things that i've heard about the game definitely not the trailer Mm -hmm. i thought the trailer was a bit weird um but yeah apparently it's had a bit of uh had a few speed bumps in the, the the development of the game um so hopefully it comes out soon it's looking like obviously it's still being worked on and um that's definitely a game i'm interested in man it it sounds like it's a a big meaty game like it does looks like it's an open world-ish type of game yeah uh it looks like it's got you know it's yeah at the end i was like oh that's kind of a bit of a twist and i kind of like that um yeah yeah definitely cool I have high hopes for it, for sure. Yeah, same. I just Mm -hmm. hope it doesn't come too close to uh, Cyberpunk because I feel like in terms of how much of my time it's going to take, uh, it's going to be very similar. So I'd have to play them very far apart from each other. Pick it up (laughs) on a discount. Yeah, yeah. Smart delivery. (laughs) Smart delivery. (laughs) Delivery. And the last thing on the list there is a Yakuza like a dragon. That mm. looked fun, man. It did. And actually, the story kind of intrigued me as well. Mm. Um, it was what he's kind of... Well, I feel like it's all Yakuza games. Hey, that kind of, you know, you've got to set things straight with the family and go out there and kind of rewrite history and all that kind of jazz and do some funky stuff on the side. And um, it looks like, you know, if you love Yakuza, you're going to love this one. Um, I've jumped in the world of Yakuza. Um, I haven't finished any of them, but mm-hmm. I have enjoyed um, playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one did you play? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh Hmm. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't I think played I, any of them. I think I did go back because mm-hmm. I want to go through the series. <laughs> uh, that's not gonna happen. Good one. Uh, I know Kwame was like the, like the that's like the prequel before well, but yeah before one. So I didn't play that. So I don't know which one. I, fuck, yeah. I don't know now. They look fun. I just somewhere. never. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. You like. That's going to take a fair chunk out of my time. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's what sort of intimidates me off. a bit. It's just like yeah. it's too much. Like if too I start it, it's one of those games where I'm just going to play for a bit and then just put it down, never go back to it because if I go back to it, I'm going to forget everything about forget. it. Um, but they look they look cool. I know they're fun. I know people who have played it love it. It's just, I don't know. We are getting old. Yeah, I mean, and they're pretty old, those games, man. I was, I never, I've never played. I had heaps of time to play them. I just never But have. I feel like we just want to play so many different type of games. Yep. Um, And we want to kind of, like, we jump around too much. Yep. <laughs> and then it kind of gets us out of, 
like the story of a some certain game and then you forget the controls and then you're kind of like, oh, I couldn't bother tonight learning everything and going back. I just want to play this or that. Mm. Um, nah, very true. So, yeah. Very true. And then they ended it with a fucking gameplay trailer for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla that went for a whopping minute <laughs> and had uh, arguably, I would say, no gameplay. This, I'd, I'd they, say no gameplay. I didn't see any game. Everyone said there was three seconds. I was like, where the fuck was the three seconds? They're calling it a gameplay teaser. Um, I, yeah. I mean, if it, there's, it's one thing to go, yeah, this is done in engine and stuff, but it, it like, when I hear a gameplay video, I'm expecting, like, what Someone I would see it. when I own the game and I've got it playing on my screen. And that is not what we got. No. So you might as well have shown me another fucking CG trailer like the one last week. In fact, I think that had a better effect than I had. One. I was way pumped for the CGI. I loved that. that was at least, awesome. at least I knew that's what I was getting. I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'm watching a CG trailer. Like, I know yeah. that's not what <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get in the and game." The gameplay just... kind of like, "Oh, it's going to flip around and it's going to go into him walking yeah. toward." something or sailing or i don't know and it just that moment never came and then it ended and i was like and then i actually checked yep the title to see if i had the right one because i was like Mm -hmm. oh no this is not it fuck i've clicked on the wrong video and i'm like uh and i was like youtubing and yep and then when you guys kind of were saying stuff i was like oh okay well fuck (laughs) That was it. Yeah. Shit. Very, very disappointed. Especially putting that at the very end and like using that to keep people hooked to make sure they stick around until the end. I was like, you guys are dogs. That's a, that's a sucky move, guys. Sucky move. Yeah. Um, So still waiting on, I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't need it. It's, no. I'll get it either way uh, because I fucking loved Odyssey so much. Um, yeah. It's the team behind um, Origins and Black Flag, I believe. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting big things from those guys. Um, mm. Listening to what you were saying about the game last week, uh, be, mm-hmm. like being able to chop off limbs and shit, that'd be sick. Yeah, I thought so too. That'd be I sick. I thought like, especially Vikings. I know. Like, I'm going to chop your fucking arm off, dude. <laughs> With my bearded axe. Yeah, with my bearded axe, dude. With my chick with his hairy minge. I'm going to fucking chop your fucking head off. Hell yeah. Um, If they give us the option of like being a chick and still be able to have a beard. Fuck yeah. (laughs) If you can have one ball and two clits, I'm all for it. Fuck. Yeah, I'm fucking so excited for this, man. I'm so um, excited for this. So, like, yeah. it, it, I think it's just the fact that they were like, hey, this is happening. I was like, cool. Since I'm getting it, I'll fucking, I'm all over it. But if they, like, didn't release any trailers and just gave me the game at the end of the year, I'd be fine with that. I'd be completely mm. okay with that because yeah. I'm getting this yeah. no matter what. Like, just the idea yeah. behind it and stuff. It's... yeah. It's enough, man. Give me a raven that I can fly around and then look at the entire map from above. Ooh, I fucking love that. And I like how feature. they said they're, they're saying that like the like the raven, the bird is gonna play like a big part People. in it. Like it's, yeah, you're gonna 
uh, be able to do more with with the raven yep. um, or the bird, whatever the fuck it's going to be. It's a raven. Um, oh, it is a raven? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I reckon it should be an eagle. It was an eagle. This one's a it raven was. because it's oh, Vikings yeah. and like it's Odin's bird, man. Why did I think a fucking... I think it was a... Got... There was one that had a falcon. I think it was... Yeah, what was either it? Either Origins or um, Odyssey had a... Maybe I'm thinking of like Far Cry. Um, what was the ancient one of Far Cry? Uh, Primal. Yeah, because remember that has a you have a bird in that. Don't know. Never played it. Me neither. <laughs> I, I saw know. the gameplay though. Oh, right, like, okay. You had a bird yeah, maybe. No, it's definitely anyway. it's 100 a raven. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm super excited. Apparently, the ship combat is a lot different. Like you actually have to board their ships um i mean you could do that in other games as well no like you have to like it's not like you going with cannons shooting cannons it's more of like i gotta board their ship and go hand-to-hand combat okay right that's how more the ship like combat works in that yep. okay you don't really have cannons you just kind of yeah oh so pumped up for this man so yeah i hope it's just really gruesome dude i want it to be really dark and gruesome yeah you, you'd almost like It'd be weird if it wasn't because yeah. it's Vikings. And it's Vikings. It's yeah. like that era is like fucked up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but I like to be it'd be really gruesome and dark and disgusting, but I'd like to see it really beautiful though, you know, like colors. Like, yeah. I like you go ashore and there's nice greeny hills and beautiful trees and stuff mm. while you're chopping some dude's head off and shit like that. <laughs> Change that yeah. green to red, motherfucker. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Ooh. I love the beauty of our next-gen consoles as well. Holy shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's move on to what games we've been playing this week. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to remind you that we are everywhere, man. We are everywhere. Everywhere, man. Just look up Button Mash Pod fucking anywhere these days. You can find us there. We've got a website, www.buttonmashpod.com. Um, but more importantly, make sure that if you are listening to us on, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave us a little review on there. It really helps with um, being able to find us on there. So for other people to discover the podcast, that really helps. And also, it warms up our hearts when we see those reviews because the ones that have been left have been really heartwarming so if you want to warm our hearts and and still you know give us that energy to come here every week and deliver some news and and some good banter about video games please make sure that you do that uh, but apart from that we're also on instagram Budmash pod uh, on twitter uh, we also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash buttonmashpod. And we have a wonderful Discord server with some uh, awesome humans in there, some wonderful, caring people um, who also play video games. Uh, so make sure you get in there. You'll find the link either on the, the Twitch channel or on our website um, as well. So make sure you get in there. But now let's move on to the games that we've been playing this week. So. Chris, I think it's very interesting that this week I had my birthday, mm-hmm. I had a kid, mm-hmm. and I've played more games than you. Yeah, but you know what I had to do? <laughs> oh, God, what did you have to do? So, <laughs> I had to move a couch from 
my games room yep. to the lounge room, and then I had to sell it. Okay, no, that's fair enough. And then I made dumplings. Well, in that case, yeah, you, you definitely win. And I had to do some work on Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay, so at least you played Animal Crossing, so that's good. But uh, I'm going to take over this one because I'm the one who's played some new stuff. Um, there's this little game on the Switch at the moment. It's on special. I think I paid, I want to say under $10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm lying, it's no more than $12. The game is called okay. X Morph Defense. Um, it's a game that I I played the demo of it on PlayStation 4 a long time ago, probably when it came out. I think it's probably a couple of years old at this point. Um, it's a mashup of uh, a couple of genres. So it's a twin-stick shooter mm-hmm. slash tower defense game. Oh! Yes. Interesting Wait, combo. Uh, Interesting yeah, combo. I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, I, I did like the demo when I played it, but it never bought the game for some reason. Um, so I bought it on the Switch, and it's great, man. So the story behind it is basically you are an alien who's uh, invading Earth. So uh-huh. your big mothership shoots down like this uh, spy thing that just lands on earth and then shit comes out of it and one of the things that come out of it is like a little spaceship thing um that you control right so picture a map right okay city your thing your alien thing is in the middle and you need to protect it right so around it because you're in like a city there's roads Uh right so then obviously military is going to get involved and you have like tanks and humvees and whatnot that drive on that road try to get to your spy and like destroy it right Mm -hmm. so you go around you can shoot those your the the military vehicles or the airplanes and whatnot um and you can also put down well i've only got the the um like turrets i guess they are down at the moment so you have uh before the the waves actually come you get like a a round before that where you can set your things down right so you can go around put down your turrets and whatnot and then Mm -hmm. you go cool i'm done wave one comes so you have your enemies that come down and it's a tower defense game but instead of just (laughs) watching the thing happens like in a normal tower defense game you can also um fly your little spaceship around um, and shoot the enemies as well but then you also have like uh, enemies that come from the air like jet planes and whatnot that yeah. you need to shoot your towers can't reach them your okay your your turrets right so they take care of the enemies on the ground you take care of the enemies in the air but you can also shoot the enemies on the ground okay it's pretty yeah. cool, man. It's really cool. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I've i been enjoying it. Um, so basically every level is a uh, a major city. Um, so you basically, the campaign is, yeah, you taking over the world, essentially. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's very fun because um, the thing about tower defense, uh, defense games that can get boring is you watching the thing happen right while the enemies are 
going down the road to get to the objective. Yeah. Um, like in most games, you can fast forward and stuff, but this is cool that like you actually have some agency and like actually fly your little spaceship, so twin stick shooter. Um, and then at the end of, I've only played the first level, which can take a while because there's a few waves. At the end of it, there's a, a boss. So it was like a big spider robot thing that's like coming towards your the objective, and you have to destroy it. So you like you take one leg at a time and. It's really cool and you have things like um you can use two towers to form a like a blockade and block off a road so then the enemies have to uh take a detour uh-huh. so it's a matter of like working out obviously you want to make the road as long as possible, long as possible for them, yeah so you have time to destroy stuff um yeah it's a really fun game man i, I, I mean it's an easy recommend at the moment on the switch because it's literally like a handful of dollars um, and it's been a lot of fun. So it's a, a game that I play like before bed. I just go in, play a few rounds, and chill out. And yeah, there you go. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a good game. Good game. Oh. Um, after that, man, I need to tell you about that night because I felt like a fucking boss. I think that was on would have been Thursday night. So Thursday night, did my yeah. work, finished my work, spent some time with Jade. And then I was like, cool, it's time for me to play some games. Came to the bedroom, the, the game room. I was in my gaming chair that I'm in right now. So it uh-huh. swivels around. I swiveled behind me, turned my laptop on, went onto Steam, um, downloaded the demo for a game called Ghost Runner, and then swiveled back to the front, put on <laughs> NBA. 2k20 yep played a game yep. finished it i turn around yep. again <clears throat> the demo's finished downloading i played ghost runner and then you guys were like hey are we playing cod turn back around and played cod i was like that was fucking sick <laughs> i just played three different games without moving from my chair that's what you want like on different systems <laughs> It was great. Um, But the demo that I I played, uh, which is for a game called Ghost Runner uh, on PC. I don't know if the demo is available on anything else, but I think I saw it on uh, the JB Hi-Fi website uh, for pre-order on the PS4 as well. So um, it looks like it's going to be a a multi-platform one, Uh, but I played it on the PC. Uh, that game is a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. So, um, how I would describe Ghost Runner is basically a mix between uh, Mirror's Edge and uh, your favorite ninja game, whatever that is. So it's a <laughs> it's a first person parkour game like Mirror's Edge. Um, okay but you actually have to take on enemies. So it's a lot of... Um, it, it, it does this thing that like um, some other games have done where like if you fail, you go back to the spot where you... Like just before you failed and like, it's like really quick checkpoints, no loading times. Like Super yeah. Meat Boy, for example, is the one I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll do a certain section of the game and if you fail, you just straight away go back to the bit before that and just do it again yeah and i think that really helps with taking away that frustration of like 
doing the same bits that you can do over and over again or like watching cutscenes or loading screens or whatever um especially with a game like this so yeah you you play as this it's like futuristic cyberpunky game where you're like an android ninja dude you've got a katana in your hand and you're doing things like uh wall running sliding and all that jazz you got um like this thing where you can dash forward dash uh, or like dash sideways to dodge bullets that sort of thing so if you're in midair and you press shift it slows down time so you can look at what your enemy's doing i can dash to the left or the right and then go cool i'm gonna fuck you up dash forward and you feel like a fucking boss doing it so uh things that uh might lead you to failing it's it's one of those games where i'm not sure if it's actually like you get hit once and you die um but if it's not one it's like two (laughs) like you die really quickly if you fuck up so it's a matter of like really thinking about what you're going to do because yeah you can't get shot but like like i said like if you die you go back to like the spot you were just before you got shot kind of thing yeah so it's really good with uh the checkpoints um and it controls really well man um i don't know if it's if it was because i was playing on pc but it felt really good so i was like obviously looking around with my map um wasd to move uh you've got shift to either yeah dash forward or dash sideways um and then control to crouch or if you're moving forward you're you'll do a slide um so you need to like mix all these things together it'll be like do a wall run jump this enemy's shooting at you dash right and then dash forward cut him down and like you've done that section of the level it's like sick let's move on to the next one and um yeah it was really cool controls so well. you feel like a badass oh 100 <laughs> percent it was so fun man obviously it gets like it gets harder as you go and you have to like really like act really quickly um there's like parts where it'll the the parts will split and you need to decide do you want to go left do you want to go right you get different uh options in terms of um how you're going to take on that part of the level uh are you going to slide down that hill are you going to wall run and jump across or whatever it's really cool man like i didn't know about this game at all it just popped up on my facebook news feed and it was like hey demo available now i was like why not <laughs> I just downloaded yeah. it. It's fucking cool, man. Like, I'm definitely picking that up when that comes out. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like, that just reminded me of a game that I was like, I can't wait for that game to come out. And it's been out for ages. My name's Pedro. Mm. I haven't played it. Yeah. I haven't played it either. What puts me off about that game is the score. I hate games that, like, give you a score at the end. Because I don't uh, do too well. And then I need to do it again and do better. And to get a higher score. Yeah. And then I just get get frustrated. Yeah. Stars and scores, man. I hate that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to play it. (laughs) I just want to pass the level. Yeah. 100%. And like, I know it's in my head, obviously. Like, I don't need to get the three stars. But like, if I don't get it, I don't want to move forward. So, yeah. That's the reason why I haven't played Uh, my friend Pedro yeah uh moving on from that i played another new game so that just came out on playstation vr but it's been on pc for a 
a while, a few months at least. Uh, the game is called The Walking Dead Sins and Sinners. Or Saints and Sinners. I think it's called Saints and Sinners. What the fuck? I wrote Sims and Sinners. It's Saints and Sinners. <laughs> um it's a uh yeah a vr game um set in the walking dead uh universe and it looks like the art style is a lot like the telltale games Telltale, yeah yeah so it looks like that um it's not it's not a horror game i wouldn't call it a horror game so if you're familiar with anything walking dead you kind of know what to expect so it's like all about survival in a world where yeah, the world's been taken over by zombies, zombies. Um, and you yep. need to survive. Um, it's story-driven. It's uh, It starts off with uh, you talking to this old dude and he tells you about this magical place that you want to get to because it's all safe there, like the uh, some sort of utopia, right? And then um, you need to do something for him or whatever um and and like that that sequence at the start is a bit of a flashback and then it goes back to the present and it's like you need to find the guy so you can go find this utopia so is it pre or post of the walking dead like the telltale series or the tv show not related it just doesn't yeah not related so it's set in new orleans okay yeah so a lot of like swamps and whatnot okay yeah so separate to to those stories uh maybe there's like uh cameos from characters from the show or the telltale games i'm not sure but i haven't gone that far yet so couldn't yeah. tell you um yeah but it just came out on psvr and i picked it up because i heard great things about it i was like i don't even care it was 60 bucks i picked it up straight away yeah um and uh it's great man it's fucking cool so yep. I sat down in my chair. I didn't want to play it standing up because I know if I stand up, I won't play for too long. So I sat down, yeah. got comfortable, and I've got this gaming chair now so I can swivel, which is good. Um, and uh, so you need to be playing with the move controllers, which was, uh, I guess, a little bit annoying because they're not the greatest controllers in the world. Uh-huh. Um, uh, But, dude, it's a it's a it's fucking awesome dude like i actually felt like i was in the walking dead like so there's different things you can do so you can have you have two holsters one left one on the right and Uh you can find things around the world like pistols and knives and screwdrivers or whatever that you can use as as weapons um so you need to decide what you're going to have on your left what you're going to have on your right and obviously you're using those two controllers to take them out of their holsters Uh right um so you do things like uh, you've got a backpack on your back. So if I want to see what's in my backpack, I need to actually go over my shoulder, grab the backpack, move it ahead of me, and I'm looking at what's in my backpack. So it's yeah. like in that part, you're like actually looking at a menu, but to actually get there, it's like, cool, backpack over my shoulder, bang, it's in front of me. I select what's in the backpack, what I want to use. And it's like things like food, you got to eat to um, replenish your health. Um, mm-hmm. There's a weapon in there, take it out, put it in my holster or whatever, because it's it's one of those games where your weapons will break. Um, so you need to have a bunch of stuff. Um, another thing is, so you can put small weapons in your holsters. If you have a big weapon, like an axe, for example, you put down your back. Okay. Right. So then that'll be on my right shoulder. So I'll go, okay, cool. Eh, 
over my shoulder, bang, I've got an axe in my hands. And I can use both my hands, like the two controllers, and I can actually swing the axe. And it feels fucking cool, man. Um, You've got a torch on the strap of your backpack, so you need to actually reach over to your, like, chest and pull the torch out. Yep. Uh, You press triangle to turn it on, and it's on. Runs out of battery, you just shake it. You actually physically shake it. Like you're jacking off. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. So I imagine if someone watched me playing this game, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? But man, one of the coolest things about this game is, so if you've got Jacking a knife... Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Because you can't see yeah. your dick because you've got a helmet on. <laughs> if you've got a knife and you actually... You, you've seen The Walking Dead, right? you got to stab yeah. him in the head to kill the zombies, yeah. right? So you do that, and then it's not like you just pull your knife out. It's actually like it gets stuck in their head, so you actually have to, like, yank it out a few times to pull it back out. And Whoa. it actually feels like you're doing it because oh. it, 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 it vibrates, right? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, man. Like, it was the coolest thing. I didn't, I didn't know that it did that, and I didn't. I was like, it's not coming out. Fuck, pull it out again. And then now it's out and it actually feels like it's getting stuck in the zombie's head. Oh, man. It was the coolest feeling. It just made it so much more. Like... We could have we could have cut up that last like minute of you just saying the most sexual shit right then. That was so good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can someone please just cut that last minute up and just... <laughs> Just get rid of some words. That'd be the best. Oh man, it's 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 really cool, man. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't played too much of it because there's one thing that's been putting me off, and I think because I got it either the day it came out or the day after, um, mm. there wasn't enough time for other people to um post stuff about it. I guess because I couldn't find anyone who had the same issue as me, but I did find that people had a similar issue on the PC version. Uh, And what I'm talking about here is one of the things that I hate a lot in games, something that takes me out of the experience is when the sound cuts out. Oh, yes. And at the very start, it wasn't doing it. And then when I got to a certain point, it just wouldn't stop. Like it oh, just, yuck. every few seconds just cuts out. It's like, dude, what the fuck? And there's bits uh, where it's like actual dialogue. And I'm like, sick. I just missed what this guy said. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> and it's really annoying. Um, so I'm hoping there's a patch that comes out that fixes that soon. I'm hoping it's the same problem that was on PC because I think they fixed that. Um, yeah. But man, I really hope they fix it. Like literally... I've stopped playing it because that was happening. Uh, like it really takes me out of a game. Oh my yeah. God. I can't stand no, that. No. Um, I tried to push through, but then it just like kept happening. And I was like, dude, I can't do this. And I haven't played it since because obviously a lot yeah, of stuff You want to be happened. fixed and stuff so you can <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to fix it really soon. I mean, I'll put it back up. I'm hoping that it was in the one session. Like I said, I looked it up and no one else said anything about it. So maybe it was a me thing. And if I reset yeah. it, it'll be fine. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't gone back in just yet. That was only a, f- a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um. But dude, it's great. It's done so well. And I think there's going to be things like crafting and stuff being a survival game. It, it doesn't have, I don't think you have to eat 
which is good. I hate when you have to do that. It's like looking for food and stuff. I don't like yeah. that. Like drink yeah. water. It's like, man, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It's I want to play game. Um, so it doesn't have that, but it does have food, but it's to replenish HP. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's done really well with like the movements and stuff that you have to do. It just feels authentic and it's actually felt like I was in the walking dead universe and it was, yeah, it was great. Um, I played, uh, I turned off all the like handicap stuff, like, um, uh, what's it called? Like the snap movement when you turn i do smooth movement because it can put some people off and make them nauseous um thankfully i'm not one of those people so i can play fine um yeah it's 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 great man it controls well with those those controllers um except for like sometimes i'll be reaching for my weapon i'll just fucking wig out do weird (laughs) shit but i really hope they bring out some a new iteration of those controllers soon, man, because they suck. <laughs> but yeah. in terms of the controls, like the control scheme, it's done well. There's like move forward, move backwards. You can set it so you move towards uh, wherever your head is facing, which is cool. Okay. So you'd be like, oh, I'm going to turn left and then move forward. It'll move in that direction, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's done well. It's great. Having a lot of fun with it. I'll talk about probably a bit more next time when I've played a bit more of it. Hopefully, with, uh, less audio bullshit cutouts. Yeah, yeah. Because oh man, that was that really annoyed me. There, there was a bit where like a pretty significant bit in terms of uh, what happens in the plot. Yeah, and the dude was talking to me, and it just had cut out, and I was like, oh, uh, "Did like did I unplug my headphones?" Like, what and he the just fuck? walks by the guy, you're just like, "Wait, no!" Literally, <laughs> like it just it just stopped for ages. I was like, "This is fucked." Like my headphones uh, just died, and then it just came back on. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I just uh, missed out yeah. what this guy said. Yeah, it was really annoying. Joe killed that zombie for me, and then like you don't hear yeah. that bit, and you're like. Oh, oh man, that would be so annoying. I mean, like you can go to your journal and see what you need to do, but it was like, yeah, an actual takes you at the moment. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was part of the plot. Like it was telling me part of the story, and I'm, I missed out. And I didn't have subtitles on, so I literally don't know what he was saying. Uh, fucking sucked. Uh, but apart from that, man, it's a great game. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm keen to play some more. There's also, um, there was also an announcement that. Uh, vader immortal is coming out on psvr it's been on pc for a while it's got some amazing reviews i can't wait to play on there man i can't wait it's a it's a good time to be a psvr owner that's for sure a lot yeah. of stuff to play on there at the moment nice for shizzle i need to get one yeah especially like it, it you know it's going to work on ps5 yeah it makes me feel good about my yeah. purchase yeah definitely Hundred percent. But uh, man, that's that's all I have for this week, and that's another that's another episode down. Episode ninety eight. Only two weeks away from episode one hundred. Holy shit! Wow, wow, crazy wow. stuff, man. Um, I'm very excited for the next episode. We're gonna have a special guest on. Very, very excited. Yes, yes. To have her on. Um, so tune in for that. Before now, we're gonna wrap up the episode. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all our socials, but mash pod on there. 
Uh, that's about it, man. Um, next time I do this, I'm going to have a kid in the house. Hopefully there's not too much oh. crying on the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's going to be interesting, man. See how things go from here. But um, It'll be fine. It will be stuff. fine. It is, man. I'm excited is, to have my, my son's cries on uh, featuring on, on Button he can look. He can look back on this and be like, this was the episode when you were like two days old. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, insane stuff. Hi, future man. Noah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. All right, let's wrap it up for another week. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful week. 